0: Once again, welcome to another live broadcast. My name is Isaiah Phillips Akintola. We welcome everyone this morning to another live broadcast. This is the day of the Lord. This is the day the Lord has given to us. We rejoice and be glad in Him. Wherever you will be joining from this morning or you're already joining us from, we want to especially welcome you to another live broadcast. By God's grace this morning we will seek to conclude on this series of teachings that we've been doing for a while on the quest for satisfaction. I believe that the Spirit of the Lord has been able to imprint some very important principles that will allow us to understand what we need to be seeking for, what we need to be pressing into. That is the whole essence of this teaching. It is to bring us to a point where we we'll make decisions regarding the way forward. How far do we want to go in the things of God? So I'm praying and I'm hoping that this teaching has been able to fulfill his ordained intention in our life it's my prayer that all of the things that god has stirred in our heart that will con- we'll continue to allow those things to speak to us until we get to that point where god's will truly finds a place where it can perfectly sit and express itself through our lives so welcome once again this morning we're going to believe god amen to conclude this morning I'm hoping that this will be the final conclusion of this teaching. In fact, we need to conclude so we can go further and look into other things the Lord may be emphasizing to us in this season. But we want to thank God for the things that the Lord has really showed us in the past couple of days, just looking at how did we get to the point where we no longer have a desire and a passion for the things of God. And it's amazing how God used uh, John chapter 4 to to kind of you know, express to us, you know, the, the, the intentions and the direction to which will bring us back to that point where we can say truly we are finding fulfillment again in God. Because if we don't deal with this thing, there is no way we can actually say that we will carry out and represent God's prophetic plan for our life for this glorious day. So once again, let us pray. Father, we thank you this day. We honor you. We glorify your name. We bless you. Thank you for granting us another opportunity. It's an opportunity because not everyone has this opportunity to hear the things that you're saying. And if people are hearing, not everyone has the grace to even understand. So we want to thank you especially that we can hear these things and you're giving us clarity. You're giving us interpretation. Thank you, Father, that you have not spoken to us in darkness. You've spoken to us in plainness and your light is shining in every area of our life. Once again this morning as we continue to look into this word in conclusion I pray this morning oh God that the things that we will be dealing with the things that we will be looking into the things that your spirit will direct us to will help us to build oh God yes that order of a life that will find satisfaction in you again because that is what we need that is what will motivate us that that is what will keep us alive and continue to press further into the place of your divine pleasure. We honor you. We glorify your name. I pray for everyone that will be co- connecting with us this morning, joining us from wherever part of the world they will be connecting from, or those that will be listening later. I pray, oh Father, that every one of us, oh God, will get what is relevant to us for the movement of your plans and purposes in our life. We thank you for once again for this glorious day. We honor you. We glorify you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, once again, welcome everyone this morning. We've been looking at this powerful spiritual uh, principle that I believe is one of the most important uh, uh, teachings that personally I have done this year. Because it speaks directly into how we can return, how we can relocate, how we can reconnect to what, amen, matters to God. And what matters to God, amen, are conditions of the inner realities of our heart. What matters to God, amen, is how every aspect of our life begins to pulsate and yearn or flow towards the directions of the things of God. Amen. What matters to God is not more of what we carry out, what we do. What we do are important. But how we do those things, amen, and the spirit that guides and leads and forms and informs what we do is very important to God. Jesus did not just come, amen, to just, you know, carry out, you know, an assignment. He did what he did via, amen, the the instructions, the directions, amen, of his father. In fact, the Bible says in John chapter 5 that everything Jesus did, amen, are things that he saw his father do are the things that he felt, amen, are the, he said he say, he say, the things that I do are the things that I see my father doing. So whatever he sees his father do, amen, he manifests in the natural realm. And that is a life that has been set for us as a standard. He was the life, amen, he's the standard. He, he, he wants us, amen, to live our life, not just in some act of performance. He wants our life, amen, to, to, to gravitate to us, pleasing the Lord. And this is one of the reasons why God, amen, you know, I speak so much of David. He said, I found a man whose heart is after me. So when we talk about the issues of, you know, you know, satisfaction, we're dealing with the issue that defines, amen, our focus, our passion, our desire, our intentions, amen, the things that speaks to us when our heart becomes one with him. Amen. We will find satisfaction in the things that he's calling for. But as long as, amen, we we, we live in a dimension where our spirituality has been reduced to just a ceremony, has been reduced to just, you know, an act, a performance. And there is nothing connecting us. We we're we not feeling the heart of God. We're not feeling, Amen, that deep inner passion to want more of Him, to seek more of Him, to long for more of Him. We will not find fulfillment. In fact, at a point, we're going to get to, you know, a, a place where we're going to say, No, I'm just tired of this thing. And that is what I believe. Amen. Uh, 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 the idea of Christianity has been turned to today. It's been reduced just to, you know, you know, uh, 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 an act. You know, just going through emotion. You know, how it is in a home where everything has collapsed, and everybody is just trying to, you know, you know, do their 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 own part just to keep everything from collapsing. But you know already that the you know the whole structure is collapsed. They, 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 they say they say, Amen. Uh, that you know, a uh, 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 a city divided against itself cannot stand. A kingdom divided against itself will not stand. Now, what does that mean, Amen? In relating to our own life, whatever we do that is not in partnership with God. That is not in alignment, that is not in agreement, amen, with the values of God, with the plans of God, with the, with the intentions of God, with what God has ordained for us, amen. At some point, we're going to find ourselves being disconnected, being, you know, disorientated, being, you know, uh, confused, and of course, we start giving up. And these are the things that I have seen that I have noticed, amen, in the church. That the church today, we know how to press all the right buttons. We know how to, you know, uh, do the right things. But then our heart is totally disengaged and this is this is this is this is the heart of this message that we have to come back to a point to a place where our life our heart amen begin to speak into what matters to god and i believe that if we do this and if we continue to allow the spirit of god amen to speak to us regarding this truth that somehow we will begin to find you know that's if you will, that platform where our heart is re- refined, where the where the where the where the flame of our heart once again, amen, is rekindled. And this is what I'm hoping to get through this message: that there will be a place, a point, that there will be an awakening once again, amen, to, to run back to God, to you know, to see him again as your lover, and not just some things that you use, not just some instrument, all right, that 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 is there to provide for you, not just some being somewhere, you know, you know, that God up there, that being up there that is just there to you know meet your need you know, like i said yesterday we have, we have we have become users of god and the users of the things of god there has to be a point in our life where we where we return back amen to that point of the first love all right he said to the church of ephesus and, and to the rest of the church he said return to your first love all right? and, and yesterday we looked at some scriptures that I hope once again we're going to look at as we seek to conclude Amen, on this teaching this morning. Because I believe the Spirit of God all right, is calling us, there is a call for us to be awakened again. You may say, why are you stressing on this? Well, I'm stressing on this because I understand that the present state of the church will never be able to bring in the kind of harvest that the Lord is looking for in this last day the condition the way we act the way we behave the way we relate the 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 sense of you know of of you know of 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 deception the the depth of deception the, the, the 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 height of deception in the church is just too alarming something has to happen within the structure of our heart we need that heart circumcision again and these are the things I believe, amen, the Spirit of God personally saying, speaking to me, all right, to awaken. Our messages to the church, is to the body of Christ. As much as we want to reach the world, we want to win the world. But guess what? The instrument that is going to win the world has to be awakened. Or right? has to find his his, his, his his place again in God. Amen. Has to find amen, a, a, a lover again. We, we have we have so drifted from God and from the things of God. And this is the story that we are looking at regarding the woman at the well. She said to Jesus, she said, give me this water that I... that First of all, amen, that, that I will not be thirsty again. And that I will not need to come to this place That I will not need to come back to this place to fetch water. Give me this water that you're talking about. If you feel that there's a water, amen, that is more better than this Jacob's well, then I want it. I want it. I think our problem is we don't even know if we want the real thing again. Because the fake has become, you know, the authentic to us. We have exchanged the life for truth. We have exchanged, you know, a a momentary, you know, pleasure for satisfaction. All right. Our our desire is just to gratify. All right. Our present, you know, need. That's just what we want. We just want, just give it to me now. You know, it's like the story of the prodigal son. He said, I want it now. All right. If we we live life from that dimension of, you know, attitude and character of, you know, if, if I can get it now, then it's not God if I, if i can't have it now then then it's not true then something is wrong with our orientation our you know philosophy our idea of christianity and this is what i'm trying to correct i mean we find people you know who 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 are living their life all right, in, 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 in lie, in, in 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 deception. You know, everything that we do is, is shrouded around lie and deception. Yet we are the most, you know, you know, noisy Christians. We are the most, you know, heard believers. We our, our post is the strongest post, you know. We we, we see all the right thing. But we are totally disengaged, amen, from the life, from the from the principles, from the values, amen, that, that ought to align us, amen, to 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 bring redemption, to bring transformation. The world is not gonna change because we preach the truth. The world will change because, amen, we preach the truth with the right heart. The world would change because we preach the truth, amen, with the right value system. The world would change, amen, because we preach the truth, amen, with authenticity. The world will change because we are truthful to each other. The world will change, amen, because we are not liars. We are not deceivers. The world will change because they can feel, they can see that we are authentic. And this is what I'm bringing. So sometimes we feel a backlash. But we stand for truth. We stand for amen. Listen to this. We read it through the scripture. The children of Israel, they they paid lip service to God. I've I've been reading the scripture from Jeremiah. We're going to look at it again. And we saw how they ended their life because they were only paying lip service. In fact, there's a scripture that I'm I'm going to show us this morning again. God said to Jeremiah, he said, go stand at the gates of the temple. It says, stand at the gate of the temple. Speak this word to those who are going into this temple. And if you begin to read the word, the words are so harsh. God says to them, Reform your ways. But they are going to the temple. They are the they are the, they are, the, they, are the, they are the you know apostles, they are the prophets, they are the teachers, they are the you know the the mother in Israel, you know, they they are the you know all the people that you know that we look up to. He said, position yourself at the gate of the temple and say this word to these people. The church is in the mess. Like I was like I said some period ago, I can't remember a few weeks ago, I said, many of us have even forgotten how God brought us out, amen, from the corona pandemic and all of the things that has happened and all the things that we claim that we're going to you know do you know when we talk about reset we say you know that that was a buzzword then reset 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 are we are we still in a point of of reset and do we understand what reset means it's all lip service something in us has to be awakened because if these things are not awakened we will end up the way the children of Israel went. I mean, do you think God just woke up one morning and God decided to say, Okay, guys, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put you in, in a state of captivity for 70 years. God is not that wicked. It's not that unjust. He said, I've sent prophets upon prophets to speak the truth. No, you kill them, you stone them. It says your prophet prophesied by, by Baal. Your priests do no longer seek me in order to be able to pass the law. This is the reality that we face in our day. That's why when I look at the things that I've read in the scripture and I compare with the kind of life we're living today, I say to myself, wait a minute, there's a pattern here. So, if there is a pattern, what was what's the solution? The solution is that God raised a Jeremiah. The solution is that God raised a man, a Daniel. The solution is that God raised an Isaiah. The solution is that God raised an Ezekiel. The solution is that God raised a Deborah. It's the solution is that God raised an Esther. All right. God always raised, man and uh, you know, a voice that will go and speak and challenge the status quo. So, what we are declaring is not. Uh, it's not a message that everybody is going to you know you know grab and, and romance and embrace no because this message is to call us, is to awaken us. It's to awaken us to a point where we can begin to ask ourselves very important personal questions this is not you know yes we're speaking to you know to the to the company of the body of christ but this word must touch each and every one of us it says circumcise your heart every one of us must circumcise their heart listen to this if we don't do this the church is doomed you say what do you mean i I told you the church is doomed I've said this sometimes ago whenever God wants to move when you say God is moving in a generation God moves through people God doesn't move outside of people. God uses people. If Isaiah does not present himself and offer himself as a vessel to be used, God cannot use me. If you don't present yourself as as an instrument, as a vessel to be used, God cannot use you. God uses available people, and it's not enough to be available. Those that are available will have to, Amen, allow God to take them through the process, Amen, that will qualify them, that will prepare them as instrument, Amen, to carry out to fulfill his intention. So, it's not enough to say, well, I'm available. Availability, amen, must take you through the next season, through the next process, which is process. Hallelujah. We can have a raw material. We're all raw materials, but nobody eats raw materials. Nobody uses raw material. Raw materials are processed. It's not just about the woman at the well. Yes, she's there. She's a raw material, but God can use her. But God will not allow you know leave her the way she is to use her no have you noticed that before god sent her all right before she went and ran into the city god 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 engaged her the lord engaged her he said go call your husband she was truthful and it's from that point that the lord began to amen walk to us a restoration we cannot get restored if we don't want to hear, to listen, to, fl- to, f- to follow, to accept the truth. This is what I see. Even among those people who are claiming apostolic, who are claiming reformation, we don't want the truth. We hate the truth. We love amen, the, 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 the idea of the truth. All right. We romance the idea of the truth. We, 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 we tend to embrace the idea of the truth. But when it comes to practicing the truth, uh-uh. Because when you start practicing the truth, that truth, first of all, crushes your, your expectation. It crushes amen, your, 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 your position, your, 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 your own idea of, of life. That's why we say, except you have come to the end of yourself, you cannot embrace the truth. The people Amen, that God sent his son to were the very people who killed him. They killed him. You know why they killed him? Because they could not stand the standard of what he was proclaiming. These people say, "But we are the Pharisee, we are the Sadducee, we are the Syhendry, we are the custodian, amen, of of the of the law. We know the law. Who are you to come and tell us? No, the the standard has changed." From just what you know as an information, amen, to what you become, what you live, a life that you reflect. He said, he said, he said, he said, a a body you have prepared for me. I have come down in the volume of the book. Your life must become, amen, the, the, the living epistle known and read by men. We're talking about, amen, quest for satisfaction. We don't get satisfied, amen, by mundane things. We don't get to be satisfied. Humans are not designed to be satisfied by mundane things, by you know, by temporal things. Humans are not designed to be satisfied just by you know, temporal pleasure, you know, passion, you know, the momentary thing. You know, you have the sex now and then, that's it. You feel the, you feel it now and then, and after that, you, have you noticed that when you have sex outside marriage, all right, the next thing you're gonna feel, amen, is is is, is disappointment. Is pain all right it's you know is all kinds of disorientation that comes to your mind all right yes because you you did that thing outside the standard outside the order Outside the values, those who continue to do it are doing it all right because their, their heart has been seared, their conscience has been seared, and that's where we are today in the church. That we don't even care about you know committing sin doing the wrong thing, we don't care about that again. We just continually you know flame and find that gratification, that momentary pleasure. If the man cannot wait, then he's not your man. If the woman cannot wait, then she's not. Because there are things that heaven has ordained and designed, amen, for our fulfillment, for our satisfaction. It's a process as it is in the natural, so it is in the spirit if you're looking for something that is just gonna move you now and gonna shake you now you know something that is just gonna you know make you wow now if you want me to wow you listen to this tomorrow you're gonna be looking for somebody to wow you because if I, if i can wow you today and you get excited i will have to find a way amen of wowing you every day the day i cannot wow you you're gonna look for somebody else to wow you this is why we don't get satisfied because we don't even know the roots We don't know what satisfies us we know what pleasures us we know what gives us pleasure to have pleasure amen is to live via the soul to have pleasure is to live your life via the soul but the soul is not designed amen to bring fulfillment to human life and the soul is not designed to drive human life because at the end of the day the soul is going to drive you to destruction So we say it's the it's the nature of is the nature of man to long for pleasure and of course for satisfaction. It's just the nature of man. And everything that God created in us is good. So why why is it that we go for things, we we get things, we, we the things that we claim we want, we get them, but we are still not fulfilled. Those things basically they are like a temporal thing. You get us, you get you get you know, you get a you know, God whatever you get today, tomorrow. You're gonna be looking for something else. The heart of this message is to understand, first of all, that you have been wired. You see, there's a way you have been wired. You have been programmed. You have been pre-programmed. All right. One of the one of the one of the constructions, one of the engineering, you know, uh, uh, you know, principles or values of God in our life is that we don't get to be satisfied by anything outside. Amen. Of pleasure in God, fulfilling amen, uh, uh, the, the heart of God. We were created for his pleasure, the Bible says. We were created for him. So, so if outside of God, we are seeking to please God, we will never be able to do that. If outside of God we are seeking for some, you know, fulfillment, we will never find it. You, not ministry will give it to you. Not your husband, not your son, not your daughter, not your wife, amen. Not your boss, not your career, amen. Not that increment of the salary, no. No, no, not the ability that you're able to... F- finish whatever you, you that project of building that house of you know building that ministry of building that god knows what you're able to travel you're able to meet certain people now you are dining with you know the elites you know the the, the nose of of the city you all of those things there will still be that emptiness on the inside of you it is part of the construct of human life and that's why people will plunge themselves if you read the book of ecclesiastes <laughs> when, when, when the preacher said, you know, he, he, everything that his eyes, all right, everything that his, his, his mind thought of, he, he went for it, he built it. Look, read the book of Ecclesiastes. At the end of the day, it says vanity, all is vanity, vanity upon vanity. You know, today you even have certain brands, they call them vanity, but they're the most expensive, you know, uh, uh, brands. Now, the, the, the thing is, no matter what you gain, you get. Your house can be built of gold. You can have everything that you need, everything that you ever desire in terms of, you know, material, you know, uh, uh, emotional things. Listen to this. You will never find fulfillment. Have you you noticed that even those who are on drugs, when you think, okay, this thing gives you temporary fulfillment, gives you temporary pleasure. You go back there tomorrow. You go back next tomorrow. That thing has created a craving on the inside of you. But the craving never gets satisfied. Remember, we read that scripture. The lynch has two daughters, give, give, the cry. There are three things that are never satisfied. Four that never says enough. Give, give, amen. The daughters of the lynch cries. There are three things that are never satisfied. Four that never says enough. One of those things I believe that never says e- enough, amen, is the falling cravings of man. The fallen human nature, amen, never gets to be satisfied. And I hope you understand that one of the values, one of the reasons why we give our life to Jesus is because we have come to the end of ourselves. I will assume that, well, I've such everything. I'm not fulfilled. I mean, I have met people. I've met, you know, well accomplished people i've met professors i've met you know people who are in business who you know you you can say that they are well to do they they are they are successful and i've met those people give their life to jesus and and i remember you know years ago one of the questions i was asking this person is so what made what what pushed you what made you to come to this point of giving your heart to the lord in fact back in those days we used to have this you know a top military guy in our church and one of the questions I also ask you, why did you give Because they came to the end of themselves. They realized that, uh, yes, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a strong man, I'm a powerful man. I, I did all of this. But I, there's something on the inside of me that is not fulfilled. There's something that I, 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 I want to touch, but I can't lay hold of it. I don't know what it is. Well, they discover that it's only God, is only Christ. So for those who say, well, there's no God, this thing is just a figment of your imagination. That is because they've not got into the end of themselves no matter what you do no matter your achievement you are going to realize that there is still that hole nothing will fulfill it having you know uh, uh, you know uh, another breakthrough it's not you know build that church if you ask if you ask that man who has built that you know 10000 20000 auditorium you say are you are you now fulfill you've set this goal and you've accomplished it so are you fulfilled sir if that person is honest that person will tell you i'm not Because whatever we do with our hands that is birthed from our own idea, from our own passion, from our own sense of worth to become something in life. And it's very important that we have that drive. Every one of us must have the drive to become something in life. But we cannot become anything outside of what God designed us to become. That's the point that I'm making. We must have the drive. But the drive must be to drive us to, God, what's your plan for my life? And fulfilling that plan of God for your life is not what gives you pleasure. It's the fact that you're fulfilling it based on... The the principles, the the standards, the values, the intentions of God. That's why we say in, in the kingdom that the end does not justify the means. No, it doesn't. The end does not justify the means. That you are able to finish and accomplish something doesn't mean that you're successful. It is how you get to the end that defines your success. There is no way we can ever come to the point or place of satisfaction without asking ourselves the question, what will satisfy me? What is it that is designed to satisfy me? The woman, amen, at the well. She was longing for satisfaction because that is, amen, the design. That is how human beings, when you go into marriage, you, 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 you believe, you hope, you want, amen, the marriage to bring fulfillment, to bring satisfaction to your life. When you go enroll in some, God knows what, business school, amen, you expect the outcome, amen, to bring satisfaction. Whatever we do, we expect certain satisfaction from, from that thing. Nobody goes into a thing expecting, man to be disappointed, expecting to fail, expecting not to have happiness, not to have joy. Nobody, no, no. no. We all go into things expecting that that thing, amen, will, when you go into ministry, you go into ministry to want to succeed, amen, and you want that ministry, amen, as, as you progress in life to bring you fulfillment. But the truth is, the honest truth is, how many people today in ministry can actually say they are fulfilled? They're not fulfilled. well Because first of all, they've been, they've been, they've been burdened, amen, by all kinds of pressures, all kinds of false expectation. And that is because we have d- drifted away from the path, from the direction, from the instruction, from what pleases our, sati- listen to this, our satisfaction, amen, is in satisfying the one who has called us who has commissioned us who has appointed us amen you 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 find fulfillment and satisfaction amen in locating god's counsel and plan for your life you find fulfillment you find satisfaction in discovering amen god's intention for your life and you walk it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a find the path that has been de- designed for you walk in it and you will find what rest for your soul Satisfaction is what every human being are looking for. But not every human get to be satisfied. Not every human get to be satisfied because we go into the things that we thought would satisfy us blindly, ignorantly. We go into the things that we believe will satisfy us ignorantly. We do not have a knowledge. We do not have a clear direction, an instruction, a divine pathway that ought to bring us to that point of satisfaction. Let me read. uh, um. Let me read John chapter 4 again to us. Then we're going to look into one or two scriptures. Like I said, this morning, we hope to conclude Teaching. Let me pick it from verse 10 again. Interesting scripture that has brought out brought brought to us all kinds of dimensions and expressions of, of truth, even regarding relationship. Jesus answered her, if you know the gift of God, and who is it that asks of you a drink? You would have asked, and he would have given to you living water. Sir, the woman said. You have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. You have nothing to draw. She's referring to this well. <laughs> he said, "You have nothing to draw from this 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 Jacob's well, and and it is deep." That's the idea they create. You know, this thing is deep. This is a deep revelation. This is this this where you come to this place. I mean, the, the reality here is is deep. They create a, a, a font of you're gonna get satisfied you're gonna but by the time you you look into the well it's deep but it's dry that is the, the the expression of deception that we are seeing today oh it's deep that's a deep oh that man oh that man has got it all we create a sense of a house that has a depth a depth of revelation but the, but, but but the place is as dry amen as a desert. That, I don't know, that relationship will, will that man is gonna do it it's deep it's deep you know what is deep is like you can't search it you can't reach it she said it's deep and you have nothing amen to reach deep to be able to fetch this water <laughs> and i can imagine jesus thinking and said woman you don't understand you've been lied to you see there's a there's a sense of activity there's a sense of work thank you father there's a sense of 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 work in this in this in this dimension that is deep is deep everybody's coming there open is deep everybody's gathering is deep the man of god is in town another movie of god has come is deep and when they say why that's a deep revelation (laughs) she said it's deep They've, they've brainwashed her it's deep you can't fetch you don't have something to fetch so you, have, you will have to even buy something in, within the house. You will have to buy your own, you know, uh, 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 you know, fetcher to be able to fetch water. It's deep. It's deep, she said. And you have nothing. You came here empty. You don't have anything to fetch from this water. It's deep. Have you, have you been to that point where you're looking for something deep? Because your, 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 your soul is crying out. You're, you're searching for something deep. Let me bring it home. Some of us are looking for deep revelation. In searching for deep revelation, we fall into amen, the, the, the hands of the predators. We fall into the hands of the merchants. We fall into the hands, amen, of the liars in the name of the prophetic in the name of preaching kingdom message in the name of you know we are the one proclaiming reformation we are the gatekeepers It's deep our house is deep and they, and they and they and they show a front of what is deep all right they create a caricature of a depth all right they they, they build around their, their their environment their their community amen, a sense of depth but it's shallow they say wells are there without water clouds are there without rain that's what the, that's how jude described them and there's so many houses like that so many places like that so many realities like that amen showing us a lie and we're buying it because we're looking for depth we're we're we're, we're pursuing it's like the children of israel pursuing amen fulfillment in things that cannot satisfy He said, my people have committed two sins. They are first of all forsaken me and they have hewn for themselves cisterns that cannot what? Fetch water. That cannot sustain, that cannot hold water. But this is, this is where they are pumping their strength and their energy. People give to these places. They go there and they are searching and they are crying. They have become all right, like the servants of, of Baal on, on Mount Camel. cutting themselves. Doing all kinds of things. Looking for God. Searching for God. In the wrong place. Many people this morning will be in the wrong place looking for God. In the name of some, pa- pa- some apostle. Some man of God is coming. You know, uh, we have got this... Pe- in the name of searching for depth, we fall into the pit. Oh, That's a word from the Lord. <laughs> In the name of searching for depth, we are falling into the pit. She said, "This, this, 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 this well is deep, and you have nothing to fetch. You have nothing to fetch." <laughs> Let's go on. So, I'm sure by now you you, you get the message. sir the woman said you have nothing to draw from this well it's deep where can you get excuse me where, where can I get this living water are you greater excuse me where, yes where, where can you get this living water because she's she's thinking okay if you're not drinking, if you're not talking about this well, everybody talks about this well around. <laughs> A thought just came to my spirit now. Thank you, Father. You know how we look at certain wells, certain houses. You know, I'm sure by now you understand the way I preach. That when, when, when I preach, I, I preach prophetically. We, 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 we let God use amen, words and terms to, 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 to take us deep into what he's trying to reveal to us. All right? So, so uh, this well to me, you know, at dimensions is a, is a is a church, is a marriage, is a home, all right? It's a it's a community, is a relationship, all right? It's, it's it's your friends, your community, all right? So we 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 are looking at things that will help us to understand, amen, what the Lord is is saying to us. She said, first of all, the woman said to her, "You have nothing to draw from this deep well." Then she went further. She says, "I." then she went further she says how can you get this living water how can you get it are you greater so she 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 seemed to be saying there is no better well than this this well this well that is here there is no better well there can't be any other well because all our life we've been drinking from this well so we we all, we all wear the same, you know, the, 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 the same, you know, persona. We all have the same idea. You see, when everybody's drinking from the same well, everybody say the same thing. Everybody see the same thing. I hope you, you're getting the point that I'm making. If everybody is drinking from the Jacob's well, all right, and Jacob is long past. Jacob has expired. Jacob has become obsolete. But we're still drinking from Jacob's well. So everybody in town behaves like Jacob. Everybody, amen, is seeking somebody to use. They're seeking somebody, amen, to, to you know, to, to, to take advantage of. We're looking for, we're scouting around the social media and looking for somebody's message to, you know, to, to grab and go, and go, you know, reduplicate, amen, as if we're the one who is proclaiming it. I know them. Maybe they don't even know that I know. They have no sense of truth and honesty and integrity. They will not come to you and say, man of God, I need some of the things that you've been saying. I mean, I thank God for some of the men of God who connect with us. Some of them will ask me, man of God, can I use this material? Why not? Go ahead. In fact, our materials are there for free. You can download it. But for people to honor you and say, please, they come to ask. These are some of these men. They're, 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 they're older than me. Some of them are, you know, they're into, they've been in ministry, you know, before me. But you find honor in their life, and we honor such people. But when you find people who claim to be carrying the things of God, and they and they're full of pride, they will not come to you. That, that's what Jesus called them. He said they are thieves and they are robbers, because a thief and a robber will climb the window, will not come through the door. Jesus said, "I am the door. If you want to relate and connect to true, if you want to know those who are into true apostolic ministry, alright, they are open. Their life is an open book. Alright, there is no secret. There is no, you know, trying to sniff in and trying to, you know, uh, uh, connect to somebody behind them to gain to get something from them, but yet you are not in relationship with them. It's called stealing. It's stealing. You're a thief." We would declare this thing because this is what is going to set the church free. We're setting the standard. This is not just about preaching the right message. This is about doing what is right. Our preaching must amen, be, be complemented by our doing. You must open up. When people spend time and seek God and God speak to them. And you carry what they are talking about. And you go declare it among your own crowd. Because you've got a better crowd. You've got a larger crowd. And then you think all right, that you are doing what is right. No. Your house is coming down. That's lie. That's deception. That is what this woman is saying. The well is deep. The well is deep, but there's nothing there. She said, How can you get this living water? She still thought Jacob's well is the living water, but she's been coming there. But she's been drinking, she's been fetching, but she's never been satisfied. Look at it. She says, Sir, you have nothing to draw from this well. It is deep. Where can you get this living water? Where can you get this living water? If if Jacob's well is not the living water, where are you going to get this living water you're talking about? Because they've told them there is no other. There's no other water. Our house is the only well. Is the only water. Who is this guy talking? Who he says from where? From where? Nigeria. He's got. He's got a different well. He must be. He must be a liar. He's just. He's just speaking. He's just making noise. No. We are the. We are the city. You know, gatekeepers. We. Our church. We are the one that defines what happens in the city. You lie. Your well is dry. When Jesus came, amen, the Pharisees, who were the, who were the gatekeepers, the Sadducees, amen, who were the lawmakers of the day amen, they were the ones who, who, who challenged him and tried to kill him because everything Jesus was doing was standing, was challenging the values that they have amen they have offered to the people. The, the pattern has not changed. If you claim to be apostolic, prophetic, amen, you are into what God is doing, and you are fighting, you're challenging somebody else that God is using to bring a word of liberation and deliverance. It means you are the one keeping the people in bondage. Listen, it's not the Bushiri's alone of this world, amen. Thank God Bushiri is doing is what everybody can see. But we've got people who are proclaiming, amen, to be frontline apostles and prophets, amen. Who are, amen, deceiving the, their, their people. God sent me to this nation of South Africa. Nobody sent me here. God sent me here. So we preach what God, amen, has placed on our lips. This is a day of liberation for the churches. From Johannesburg to Cape Town, from Cape Town to Dublin, from Dublin, amen, to every part, there's freedom coming to the people of God. And to as many that are connecting with us, we're bringing liberation to them. You can ask them, we're not asking for anything. As the Spirit of God leads them, they will bless because people say, when you do things like this, you must have an agenda. Well, I've got an agenda. The only agenda that I have, amen, is that the kingdom of God expand. Is that the kingdom that we have built in the name of God comes down. Yes. We must decrease. He must increase. Christ must increase. What are we talking about? We're talking about satisfaction. When you, when you, when you think, amen, the fig leaves that you have used to cover yourself and you're preaching around, amen, is what will cover the people. People are going to realize that, well, this thing is drying up. It's not working. The fig leaf cannot survive, cannot, cannot keep us, will not sustain us. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father? Can you see the challenge of this woman? Are you greater than our fathers? We are fathers in the land. We are fathers who speak to us. You are not one of our, 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 of our network. You don't belong to one of our network. Who are you to come and speak? Who gave you such a power? Who gave you such audacity to come and speak to the city? You're stealing our member. You're stealing our followers. They're following you. We don't want them to follow you again. Are you greater than our fathers? The order has changed. Listen to this. When the priesthood change, the order of fathering changes also. When the priesthood changed, amen, the concept of leadership, amen, and eldership changes. That's why you've got to read my book, the latest book that we've just published, we just put out there. We took time to explain all this thing via the word of God so nobody controls you. Nobody blows, amen, a a, a smoke on your face and deceives you and you think that, oh, wow, wow. No. Many of these people will say, well, they are, they are fa- I, believe, I believe in people covering us. I believe that we can be under a place where we're giving guidance and leadership. So mm-hmm. let not somebody say, well, this guy is not, he doesn't believe. I, I do because amen, God has placed us to protect, to guide, to lead, to cover certain people until the time. Because listen to this, every son too must grow into, into a position of fa- fa- fatherhood. So when the day comes for them to be released, you release them. You don't own them. We don't own the people of God. We don't own the people of God. In fact, we don't own people. Nobody owns anyone. She said to her, excuse me, she says to him, are you greater than our father Jacob? Jacob is a supplanter. Are you still under the leadership of Jacob? You can't find fulfillment in the house of Jacob. Even Jacob himself had to wrestle with God for his life, for his name, to be chained to Israel. But you're still under Jacob. It was Paul, 20 years after, 20, 22 years after, you know, the the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ met certain guys. And he asked them, have you guys been baptized since, since you believed? they said which baptism we've never had such a thing so he asked them unto who are you baptized they said unto john john how can you be baptized unto john 22 years after amen the birth of the church you mean there were still people who were still preaching john yes why? Because you you keep the people in the house. You protect them. You 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 guide them. You, they must not be exposed to other you know other 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 streams. They must not be exposed to other ministry. So so they are looking for satisfaction, but they can't be satisfied because all they tell them that brings satisfaction to them. Amen. Is this order of John? Is this well called Jacob's well? Come on. I'm preaching this morning. The word of the Lord is coming. Let the birds of the air carry this word. God is bringing liberation to his church. God is delivering his people from the hands of the charlatans. People are looking for satisfaction. They can't find it. Because we told them, if you leave this house, if you leave this church, if you leave this community, if you leave this domain, you will never find fulfillment. You will never be happy in your life. Have you heard people say things like that? They even threaten them. If you leave, you will be cursed. Your business will run down. You will lose your husband. You will lose your wife. You will lose your children. They threaten them. that If you leave, you, you've, you've left the covering. Have you forgotten that before you were born, there was a God who covered you? Now while you were growing, you were, you were a son. You were a child growing up. Did you forget, man of God, that you grew up to that position? That there's a God who fathers all of us come on are you greater than our father jacob she said this is a woman who has married amen five people living with the sixth one but look at the audacity that's why you hear this where they will challenge you why are you talking to us like this what gave you the audacity but a life amen does not warrant amen the kind of things that she's saying but for the fact that amen she has she has projected herself that is the Jezebel spirit she has projected herself all right as somebody that is important because she knows everybody important in the land she's married all the all the top guys she, she's connected to all the all all the politicians she knows all the people amen in the finance you know uh, 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 in a world she's married amen five is living with the sixth one, completion of the flesh. They are the one that will control. They will define and determine what goes in the church. This caliber of women. They are the Jezebel and they are the one calling themselves apostles. They are the one saying that, amen, they've got the prophetic. The Lord said to Jeremiah, they are prophesying by Baal. Because when you look at their life Their life contradicts Everything they say Read the scripture When they meet the true prophet They go bonkers Because the true prophet exposes them You see these people they are in control Until the true prophet comes to town Until Isaiah comes to town and Isaiah is still here. But we believe in God. Next year, God will give us resources. We'll begin to go from we we'll begin to uh, go from province to province. Begin to move from province to province in this nation. And if the Lord will ask us to move out, Amen, from nation to nation, we move from nation to we will expose. The one who says, I'm a prophet, who the church of Titara as allowed to sit in the house and claim she is a prophet, is called the ministry, amen, of, of, of Baal. It's called the ministry, amen, of Jezebel. And Ahab has allowed this ministry into Israel. We will deal with the Ahab as we deal with the Jezebel. Ahab, amen, is the channel. You see, Ahab was supposed to be, amen, you know, a, a, a legitimate leadership. That compromise the values and the standard of God. Open the gate of Israel for a Jezebel to come in. Come on Lord. All glory to you Father this morning. This woman said to Jesus, Are you greater than our father Jacob? When they speak like this, you know they are coming with that, you know, with that spirit, with that you know, challenging spirit, with that attitude. Remember the first thing Jesus said to her? If only you know the gift of God. This will they have no capacity to discern. Why would they discern? Because their entire you know, spiritual structure, their entire spiritual structure has been shut down by sin. This woman has lived amen, with, with five men. She's moved from one order of life to another that is contrary to the principles and the values of God. She's a type of a church. She's a church. She's a type of a ministry. She's a type of a leader. She's a type of a pastor's wife. apostle's wife. Come on. She's a type, amen, of one who, who, who has positioned herself as a mother in Israel. But everything she's doing is to derail the people. She will give her own prophecy to people just to keep the people. The moment she sees that she cannot move to, you know, to, to, to the next dimension that she, she needs to, she will push her people there. She uses anything and anyone. If she can use God, she will use God. Must run away from such people. But to run away from them, we have to identify them. And we must not be scared to deal with them. Because one of the things they use, amen, is fear. When you see them appear, they look, they look like they're in control, they're in charge. Remember. She's connected to the most powerful people. This woman has married Amen, married in order she's gone into relationship she's got a relationship with some of the key guys in town. She knows the real, she knows the key churches. she knows Amen, the, 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 the button to price and the money will flow in. They know people in government. They seem to be in control of everything. So they look down at you, they say, who are you to come here and tell us? We are in control, we are in charge. We define and determine how far you go here. They can call the council and say, stop that man from using that, you know, that community hall. Come on. They can block you. They block everything you do, block everything you want to do. I, I found myself in that situation here in this community. No, we're not going to allow this this crazy Nigerian guy to come and tell us anything. No, no, we're South African. We're we colored here. No, we're white here. No, no, you can't do this here. The Lord said to me, did I not tell you, take the airway if you would take the land? <laughs> it's not about the building. The moment you try to connect and relate with somebody, no, they block. They said, they will malign you. They are afraid of the sent ones because they have sit, amen, at Moses' seat. They have been sitting, amen, on Moses' seat. They hold the key of Moses. They will not go in, amen, and they will not allow those who want to go in to go in. You see. All the other things that we're looking at today, I never thought, thought about them yesterday or before, In fact, they were not in my notes. This is just God speaking. Through this same woman we're looking at. But God wants to deliver this woman. But they have to challenge our values. They have to bring down every wrong mindset, every high thing in our mind, in our life. Every wrong template must be cast down. So what, what is this message? This message is to address... The wrong values to bring down, amen, the high places that we have imbibed, the wrong values, the wrong belief system, the carnality that we have have married, amen, we have to bring them down for us to be free. They have to bring those things down. Are you greater than our father Jacob, she said. Jacob is long dead, but they are still connected to the ancestral spirit of Jacob. They are still connected to the values of Jacob. They are still connected. Amen. I mean, this is New Testament. This is New Testament. But she's, she's still referring to donkeys of years ago. A move that has come and passed. Other moves have come and passed after that move. <laughs> she's still saying, Are you greater than our father, Jacob, who gave us this well? who gave us this church how many churches today will not rise up amen? Into the, into, the, into the present demand of the spirit because they are holding on to something that somebody said amen, 200 years ago and they don't understand that revelation is progressive churches that were powerful 200 years ago today have become dead amen, burial ground a place where you bury the dead in fact, what those churches are known for is just to bury the dead, marry people, and that's it. They have no meat in the house. They have no wine in the house. They, the bread of God is not in the house. But these are churches that were very, very relevant. All right? 100 years ago, 150 years ago, But people were not moving in progression because they have that mindset. This is how our father told us. This is the well Jacob gave to us. Listen to this. You've got to understand that Jesus Christ came, amen, and he's changed the pattern. Jesus said to this woman, amen, yes, Jacob gave you this well, but guess what? That was back then. This well ought to have been, ought to have been, you know, redog again. Things ought to have happened to this well, amen, so that this well can give you new reality. In fact, we need to have closed this well because this well re- represents, amen, a life of a man that had to wrestle with God for him to change. And God did not just change him, God changed his name. So this well should not be called Jacob's well, it should be called the well of Israel. But if it's Jacob's well, then you are going to be part, amen, and parcel of the canon nature of Jacob. You are going to remain, amen, as a supplanter because that's what Jacob represents. Jacob, amen, stole the brother's battle. No one that these people, amen, will, will want to steal, amen, your revelation. We want to steal the things that God has given to you. We want to steal and copy the things that are seen walking in your own life without acknowledging it. They are, they are thieves. Is Jacob? Yes, it's Jacob's well. So they are re- reflecting, amen, the nature of their father, Jacob. Jesus said, Amen, your father is a thief. Referring, amen, to, to the devil. He's a liar and is a thief. The thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. This is why the word of God is a revelation because when you open it A minute before this broadcast all of the things that I'm talking about were not in my mind But I knew we we're going to conclude this t- today That was the only thing in my mind what a way to conclude This is a this is a voice to the body of Christ This is a message to the body of Christ This should cause us to sit down and begin to ask ourselves what do we represent? Who are we representing? Because what we represent will define where we get satisfaction from. No wonder we're running from pillar to post looking for satisfaction, looking for fulfillment, but it's eluding us. Why? Because we, 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 we are living our life, amen, from the order of a supplanter. We're drinking from, amen, a well of, amen, a thief. He stole from his brother. We're insecure. That's Jacob for you. But Jacob did not just do this thing alone. Amen. Jacob was was motivated, pushed by Jacob's mother. It is that same spirit of Jezebel. You see, that's what Jezebel does. <laughs> it's a spirit. You still find that spirit, amen, in the book of Revelation. She's there waiting. <laughs> So if you ever think that, oh, where well, we've dealt with, no, no, no. She's there waiting for you in the day, amen, where Christ has been unveiled, in the day where the glory of God is been unveiled through the seven churches, you're going to find this woman still there, amen, sitting in the church. So this is not something that you're going to do once and for say, Well, No, no, we have to. And I hope you understand that that spirit of Jezebel is in, in, is, is, is in, in our lives, all of us. We have to be fighting that spirit daily. You see, when I say certain things, we post certain things. I know, I know how some people feel. You know, angry and who, 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 Why is he saying this thing? No, I'm saying those things so that you and I can check our lives. All those, all those people who carry themselves so high, who think that they are somebody, you're nothing before God. You're nothing before God. Only God makes us to be somebody. And when God makes you, the world will see that spirit of humility. The world will know it. The church, hallelujah, will will enjoy the fruits, hallelujah, of the dealings of God in your life. If you ever claim to handle the things of God and you have not come to the end of yourself, whatever you hold will become a weapon that's why we say there are some people today who have who have been given stones, but they're using the stone. Rather than use the stone to build, they're using the stone to you know to throw at each other to kill people. To to that's why when they cut the stone from the quarry, we want that stone to be taken, amen, to the stream. Leave it there for seasons upon season, amen, to smoothen all the rough edges of that stone so you can be used effectively. Gone are the days where we take stone from the quarry and take it to the building site. No, those days are over. That's an old revelation we preach. 1990, we're preaching that. We've been to the quarry. We've gone to the quarry. We've gotten stones. No, we're no longer, hallelujah, limited to the quarry. David was sent, amen, to the stream. You want to kill Goliath in this last day? You want, you want the right stone that have been Process. They say, "Go get five smooth stones. Smooth stones. You want to find fulfillment? You've got to do it the way, Amen. The Master designed it. You have to carry out the ministry in accordance to divine pattern. You have to submit and surrender, Amen, to the process, to the pruning, to the refining order of God, Amen. Yes. I start to go through, you know, process all the blemishes in her life. She's gifted." But there are blemishes, and kings are quick to locate blemishes. They are quick to find. They are quick to see the blemish. The blemish is not just in your facial expression, in in how you portray and display your face. No, the blemish is not, you know, the 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 the, the, the wrinkles and the no no no. The blemish are the character. It's coming for a church with that spot, with that wrinkle, with that blemish. 12 months of preparation this lady went through this church went through when the king saw her the king said it's over I'm not looking for any other don't bring me another person I've seen my wife I said yesterday not all men all right not all men are husband but all men are designed to be husbands a husband will be able to identify a virtuous woman. A man, amen, will be looking for the beauty. Will be looking for, you know, how, how, how well-resourced, you know, how well-spoken. Will be looking at her dressing. Will be looking the sh- looking at the shape of her body. But, man, a husband will be looking, amen, to that inner value. Will be looking for that thing on the inside that will make her remain consistent. That's what we are looking for. The church are there that can re- replace, and excuse me, that can represent the order, amen, of the husband. The husband, man. The husbandry. Next year, we're going to do a series of teaching, amen, on marriage. By God's grace. I mean, we've laid the foundation already by the leading of the spirit. These are not new teachings to me. No, we've been I've been doing this years ago. The Lord just kind of put us in a in a kind of wait. The time I can feel the time is getting right. We want to help. We want to we want to help the body of Christ, Amen, across the globe, but particularly in this nation and of course in America. The pandemic of 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 marriage, you know, you know, uh, breakage has to stop. This issue of divorce, when you divorce, it it goes beyond just two people, you know, separating. All kinds of things separate. All kinds of life, things in our life come into dysfunctionality. Even if you get married, it's always difficult to find that normalcy again. Because something has been taken from you. Something has been torn. It impacts your family, your wife, your children. That's if you have children. It impacts everything of, of your life. So before we get ourselves into that mess, let's understand what it takes to be ready, to be prepared for marriage. I want to speak to amen, the young people coming up. I've got many of them in my life. I want to help them to have insight and understanding. And if certain things begin to happen that ought not to happen, then you understand Amen, that God is at work. Because, amen. The fact that you marry the right person doesn't mean that everything's just going to go rosy, all right? So when things begin to walk, amen. Uh, on the contrary, we need to be able to identify what is going on, so we don't easily give up and say, "Oh, I, I, I married the wrong person." No, no, you didn't marry the wrong person. Sometimes you marry the, the right person and things are, are crazy, but God is using that person, amen, to shape you. <laughs> To, 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 to rebrand you, to refine you so that his giftings, his grace in your life, hallelujah, can be can be mature. He said, Are you greater than our fathers? Than our father Jacob, who gave to us this well. That was a gift from Jacob, but there is another gift. That she cannot see. That she cannot identify. Can you identify the gift. That will bring satisfaction. Today to your life. Can you identify it? Can you identify the gift. That will bring satisfaction. To your children. Can you identify the gift. Amen. That will bring joy to your home. Can you identify such a gift? Can you identify the gift that will bring amen, fulfillment to your workplace? That can you identify the gift, hallelujah, that will bring you know, reality to those things in your life that you're confused? Can you identify when a gift stands, can you identify? Now, a gift has been given to her called Jacob's Well, but that Jacob's Well is not satisfying her. That's why she's, she's, she's changing you know, men like changing clothes. Changing church, like changing, you know, Garnet. Changing friendship. You know, sometimes you say, oh, no, no. These these people... No, no, sometimes it's not just about the people. It's about you. If you have changed five men in your life, by now you know that the problem is not the men. You are the problem. If a woman has married three times, and she's about leaving the the third one, then by now you should know that... The problem is not the man. That's why we have to have, amen, a sense of self-retrospect. We have to do, amen, we have to understand, who am I? You see, many of us grew up based on the narrative, family, society, the environment, amen, has defined us. Many of us, let me repeat what I've just said. Many of us, many of us grew based on the narrative of the environment. How that environment shaped you. Because you grew up in a, in a place called uh, uh, Umshlanga. You, you grew up in a place called, you know, Oju uh, in Nigeria. You grew up in a place called Surulere. You grew up in a place called, you know, uh, you know all this place, Bosbo and God knows where. The environment have shaped your world's view, your perspective to life, such that, amen, the kind of man you want to marry, amen, is shipped by the man that lived in that environment. God help me. Is shipped by the man, amen, that comes visiting your home. Is shipped by the kind of man, hallelujah, that your mother is chasing. Is shipped by the same father, hallelujah, that your mother married. You can't see beyond. You cannot see, amen, beyond. You, you, you don't understand, amen, how other men look like, feel like, talk in other parts of the world. Because your, your entire life has been shaped by your environment. You were defined, amen, by your environment. We, are all, we, we, we all are shaped and defined by our environment. But we can, amen, we can untie, we can undo that. I undid that. If you have not undone that, amen, listen to this: you will live in the shadow of the past. You will marry from that dimension. You will go to school based on that. In fact, I know people here. Once they finish matric, they can't go further, because amen. That's the stopping point. And from matric, they go look for a job somewhere. You know, if you you, you go join, you know, uh, uh, Absa, you join, you know, uh, 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 FMB, you or you go do what they call it now. You cannot see beyond. And I, I, I can say this listen to this. This is one of the greatest disservices that this nation, particularly the ANC government, have done, particularly to the black community. We've benchmarked the dream of the people. And of course, the colored community. So that by the time she's 14, she already has a child. By the time she's 18, she's got two babies. By the time you have two babies how, 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 how do you grow? how do you become anything again because you have to take care of the children. while we're trying to create to, you, know, you know to stop a cause, we create a better, you know a greater problem for the people. You say you're trying to prevent children from having sex so you take condom to the schools. Suddenly, those who are not thinking of sex begin to think, well, wake up, but we can use condom. But then they forget that even condom can can you know can tear. And all kinds of mess is taking place today. Come on, friends. And I'm speaking, I'm speaking to us. We have to speak to amen, a generation that is going to become amen, uh, uh, the, 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 the next voice of leadership. If we are ever going to raise a generation that will become effective, that will become leaders of tomorrow, we have to start preparing them today. The quality of education in this nation is appalling. Except for those amen, who can afford to send their children to a school where they will have to pay 4000 a month. Where they will have to pay 4000 a month. Are we, are we really investing into the future? Or are we destroying the future? These are all issues that we have to really look into. If we cannot talk about this thing, if we cannot address this thing, then we are lying to ourselves. We're pretending. As the church is failing the people, the government, the politicians are failing the government. To make it even worse, the financial institutions are failing the people. You know the people don't have a means of paying the debt. You still, you still ask them to come and take more debts. You push the money to them. So that they can be indebted all their life. They can, they can be imprisoned all their life. Their life is defined by the narrative of the environment. So you say oh, the, the men are, are you know, are, are just, are just violent. What led to that violence? You've got to find, man What led to, what led to that? Why are the men so, so, you know, so violent? Why are they so, you know, so, so arrogant? Why are they so, you know, so outraged? Why are they so unedged? You've got to find it. Don't just try to cut the the branch. You've got to find the root. What led to this? Or where we say, well, it's because there's absentee, you know, uh, 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 parents, all right? Okay, it's because the environment... Okay, so we know the solution. So why are we not investing, hallelujah, in that solution? So we, we say, okay we identify the so why are we not investing amen, in the solution because the solution does not give us amen, an immediate gratification the solution does not give does not give us amen, an immediate income to to the investments as long as we build a a community center for them that that is ineffective As long as we put some lawns there and we put some gym there and we think we've done something for the community, who is fooling who? All All of the children are sexually active. Five years old, already sexually active. We've got a problem in our hands that we don't even know where to start from. How do we deal with all of this? Jacob's well. But there is a new well sitting. But she cannot identify it. It is my prayer that you will be able to identify this new voice that is coming. There is a new voice, amen, upon the horizon. There is a new voice, amen, that is speaking South Africa. There is a new voice, amen, that is springing forth the well of life. You don't have to go back to Jacob's well. There's a new voice. There's a new well. It may not be popular, but people are identifying it. People are following this mobile well. Everywhere you go, this well, hallelujah, can, 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 can reach you and can give you water. You don't have to be into Jacob's well. You don't have to be reaching into some depth that is dry. He said... This, this well is deep, and you don't have anything to fetch from. What? What? What a What a presumption! You don't have anything. I said. I said it was it two days ago. I said we don't get to know people until we have proximity, until we come close to them. But you know, we know people by, you know, the car they ride, how they dress around, the restaurant they eat, where they go. That's how we know people, and we say, What do you know that you don't know the person? You know where they ride, you know what, you know, you you know, you know, you know know where they walk, you know where they go, but you don't know them. For you to know people, you have to live where you are, you have to have contact, you have to have closeness. That's why we have to pull down. What am I doing? I'm breaking all the barriers. I'm pulling down the things that will stop you from knowing people. Because if you truly want to know Christ, then you have to leave the narrative. You have to move away, shift away amen. from how they've described him. You have to get to... Can I know you? I mean, the mercy of God is, is revealed here. The woman wasn't looking for Jesus. It was Jesus who went to her. It was the one who began the conversation and when when he began the conversation the first thing is like she was so hello I, why are you having this conversation with me you're a jew i'm a samaritan because that's the, the environment she, she grew up you know how we tell our children whites don't marry blacks the colors don't marry blacks But we are in the same nation. We call it a rainbow nation. But we are so sharply divided. Indians don't marry blacks. South Africans don't marry Nigerians. No, but we can marry Americans, no. (laughs) Because certain places, all right, we have we have prejudiced them. Certain people, certain culture, we have prejudiced them. Oh no, but it's coming from America. She is now she's from UK. Oh, it's fine. But who says there's no crime in the UK? Who says, Amen? There are no drug pushers, Amen, from America. Come on, we 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 live in a lie in the world of a lie. We've been deceived, and until the Lord begins to open our eyes to see, to know, to understand, Adelaide, how to relate to people, and we will never know that except we get close to people. You know, I thank God for the few people. Who decided I want to know this man? <laughs> and it's amazing what they tell me. You know, people say all kinds of things about you, but you know, getting to know you—you're different. Yes, you can look at people from afar and conclude, and that's what we all do. I can look at my neighbor from afar and conclude, and and def- they have to allow me into their life, into their house, for me to know them, the Lord wants to know you. But if you don't open up, you cannot know him. And therefore, you will never find amen, the answer to your satisfaction. Because when this woman finally opened up and Jesus came into her house, she ran. She ran and called all the men. God used a prostitution to bring harvest into the kingdom. She called them. come, I found a man who told me everything about my life. I have found the Messiah. Come. When they heard, they said, okay, what you have said is true, but now we believe because we have seen with our own eyes. You talk about the ministry of evangelization. That was it. You talk about the apostolic ministry. That was it. But first of all, the Lord had to bring her to the end of herself. She had to come to a point of admitting, amen, our flaws, a blindness, amen, a prejudice, amen. They have to shut and break all of those things. You want to find fulfillment. Those things in your life that are prejudice, amen, that are carnal, that are fleshy, amen, that are ungodly, those things will never bring you to the place of true satisfaction. As long as, amen, you want to get satisfied, but you've got prejudice, amen. You've got anger, you've got hatred Amen. You've got biting, you've got all kinds of Crazy things in your life You will never find satisfaction You will think it's the man, you will think it's the woman You will leave and you go somewhere else You will still have the same problem There are issues in our life that we have to deal with If you don't deal with them Nothing is going to work 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 so as I round up this morning, I want to say to you. Do you want to be satisfied? Are you truly seeking to be satisfied? I want to read a scripture quickly in Isaiah. I actually thought I was going to read Isaiah, you know, uh, uh 26. I was going to read everything, but I think I should just uh, um in fact, let me read let me read let me read the the entire 26. I'm going to verse 9 if I'm not mistaken. Let's let's take it from verse 1. In that day this song will be sung in the land of Judah. Remember many of the things that God is dealing with amen is with the land of Judah. The land of the chosen ones, the land of Judah, the land of Jerusalem, all right? In that day this song will be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city. God makes Salvation is war, and is rampant. Is rampant. Open the gates that the righteous nation may enter. Open the gates that the righteous nation may enter. That nation that keeps the faith. That nation that keeps the faith. You will keep in perfect peace those whose mind are steadfast. Those whose mind. I'm looking at, amen, what will bring you satisfaction. You will keep in perfect peace, amen, those whose mind are steadfast because they trust in you. Verse 4 says, trust in the Lord forever. For the Lord, the Lord himself is a rock, our eternal God, amen. He humbles those who dwells on high. He lays the lofty, the lofty city low. He levels it to the ground. See, when you seek pride, God will bring you down he levels it to the ground he cast it down to the dust feet trampled it down the feet of the oppressed the footsteps of the poor verse 7 the path of the righteous amen is leveled the path of the righteous is leveled there are no gravels there there are no you know issues there and when you find issues there the lord has a way of you know you know cleansing the path the path of the righteous is leveled You level the upright. Excuse me, the part of the the righteous is leveled. You, the upright one, make the way of the righteous smooth. Yes, the Lord walking in the ways. Yes, the Lord walking in the ways of your laws. We wait for you, your name and your renown and the desires of our heart. Listen, this is verse 9 where I'm going. My soul yearns, amen. My soul yearns in the night, my soul yearns in the night, in the morning, my spirit longs for you my soul yearns, amen, in the night, in the morning, my spirit longs for you, my soul yearns my soul and my spirit are two different things, they are part of the structures of my life, but guess what, this, 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 this a declaration via Isaiah, amen, which is the proclamation God is expecting from all his children, amen, is, is bringing us to a powerful spiritual point that will kind of redirect our heart to the point where we begin to find satisfaction. And here's the verdict. My soul yearns, amen, in the night, in the morning, my spirit longs for you. What we do with our life in the night and in the morning speaks directly to how the Lord brings satisfaction to our life. Secondly, when the Lord finds a people whose soul yearns in the night for him and in the morning there's a quest for God something happens in the life of those people. Have you noticed that these are not times where basically you're doing anything uh, uh, that is, is a show for, every, for anyone to see? This is something that is ordained and designed for you and for you alone to your God. Like I said, it's not more of what we do for God that brings satisfaction to our life. It is what we do in him, with him it is how we live our life for him this is the heart of this message and I'm going to be concluding here this is the part 6 so this is a nice place to stop with a message that I, I never planned I never sat down to say okay we're going to do a series this just came via the leading of the spirit and that was it what a word what a word today What a concept revealed to us about about Jacob's well. And about this woman who was portraying an attitude, a character of self-righteousness. Are you better than our father Jacob who gave us this well? How are you going to fetch? What do you have to fetch from this well from? This well is deep. All those words she was talking about We are all past words that have no relevancy to our own life because she kept coming. She finally asked when Jesus said if you drink, if you continue drinking from this well that your ancestor gave to you, you will test again and again and again. She said give me this water that you're talking about that will spring from my belly so that I will not need to come to this point. She's, She's tired of the traveling. She's tired of the journey he's tired of you know all the pretense You still come home wow how was service great how was that thing mm, the Lord was good but you know your soul is you know seeking for something else come on friends this is a truth that has brought us to ourself you've, you've been exposed to yourself on the mirror what do you see how are you going to respond I pray this morning that this teaching will help us to relate to the demand of the Lord for our day, for our time. These are all part of the concept of coming out of the ark, the economy of God that we've been dealing with. Remember, we've been talking about the restoring of the altar. What a better way to restore the altar. Thank you so much, everyone, for being part of this journey. And I believe the Lord, amen, that this word has brought life, power direction, change reformation to your life please continue to quest for God and continue to motivate others to to yearn for God because God is not done with us yet it's just beginning, this is just beginning, this is just the beginning of great things God bless you, have yourself a beautiful and a wonderful Sunday, bye bye